<clears throat> Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Zcast. Today we will be going over multiple topics like why I made the Zcast, the future of Zcast, and a rapper tier list. Thanks for listening and on to the intro. First of all, why did I make the Zcast? That's an, interesting, that's an interesting question, because there are multiple reasons. The first I'd say is for something to me to listen to. Something for me to listen to while I'm doing things. Second of all, be for like a personal diary of some sorts to look back on in years to come to see what life was like back in the past. And third of all was just for fun, for something to do, you know, when I was bored. I could record an episode of Zcast. Now, the second question is, what is the future of the Zcast? And for that, I don't really know. They say it takes 100 episodes of a podcast for it to get good, and I think that's an interesting idea because there are lots of things you need to get good at if you're going to do a podcast, like um, talking without a script. You need to be constantly talking. You cannot stop talking, and you can't say words like ah or ah, because that's not professional enough. You need to have the ability to talk professionally and keep maintaining an interesting podcast for people to listen to. So, the future of the Zcast personally, is I want to get some guests on here eventually. I want to really just talk about all the topics that interest me, my personal opinions on music, art, movies, TV shows, things in general like that. And just, you know, say all the words that are inside my head and express myself through a podcast that I can go back and listen to later in my life to see you know, what what uh, I was thinking back in these days. So yeah, I think that's the future of the Zcast and the future of me, I guess. I'm sure I'll find my flow as I uh, go along recording these episodes, I'm sure I'll get into a flow of what to do, what to say, how to perform things properly, you know. Anyway, the next topic I wanted to talk about before I go into the repertoire list is liminal spaces, which is a trend I've become morbidly interested in, somewhat. Uh, I found these on YouTube when I found compilations with the titles like Places you've seen in your dreams, places you've seen in your nightmares, places you've been at when you were a child, things like that. And I discovered there's a whole sort of network of different types of liminal spaces. First, there are the uh, normal liminal spaces, then there are the 
sort of dream core aesthetics. Uh, then there are ones that I've seen called trauma core, which I'm I'm not sure what I think about that because sort of turning trauma into an aesthetic. I don't know. It can. I'm sure it can be done well. But uh, it's it's not something I, I something a bit I'm a bit iffy on. It's the sort of idea is with the trauma core ones you'll have creepy looking places with weird text on on them. It's quite strange overall. Uh, there's dream core, which is like dreamlike places, sort of places uh, you can imagine seeing in a dream, which I find that interesting, and I find. The, the whole liminal spaces, well, okay, I should probably explain what liminal spaces are. Uh, the definition pretty much is just places where people aren't there. So it's it's usually like um, places you'd usually see packed with people, but instead of that, there's um, there's no one there. And I think it's an interesting idea, and I think the it could definitely be utilised in media, perhaps horror movies. I reckon that some horror movies should utilise these aesthetics, these aesthetics of liminal spaces, in an interesting way. I feel like horror games, some horror games have used these in a good way, uh, but horror movies, I don't think I can think of any that have properly utilised it, and I think it could be used well. The most popular liminal space I can think of is the back rooms, which I guess is a creepypasta about just this place, just this um, empty place where it's just, there's nothing there except the looming threat that something's watching you, which can be creepy, the idea of you're alone uh, but you still have the feeling that you're being watched. I think the whole idea of it is quite interesting and I think that it could be used well if someone utilizes these these aesthetics these ideas these places but uh, I sadly haven't seen it been done very well yet so yeah uh, if you want to see what these are like just search up liminal spaces compilations usually you'll see videos with creepy sounding titles and usually they'll have um they'll have uh music playing i've heard kira kira bonito songs for the more um dreamcore styled ones you've got the earthbound soundtrack sometimes you've got for the really creepy ones like the horror ones you'll somehow sometimes have like horror game soundtracks playing in the background. I think they can be quite interesting to watch and I think they're they're definitely worth a watch if you want to see what they're like. So yeah I'd recommend you check those out if you if that sounds interesting to you. I probably just went on a rant that was probably wasn't very coherent but I just wanted to get my thoughts out about um liminal spaces. Okay, next thing, I want to do a tier list of various rappers. 
Now, this is going to be judged on a various number of reasons. Um, Number one, how good they are of a rapper, and number two, how much I like their music. Also, note that I am not judging these people by how good they are of people, it's only their music, uh, and I'm separating the art from the artist. Okay, in F tier, 6ix9ine. I don't think I need to explain that one very much. Next, E tier, Lil Dicky. This might be a controversial placement because people seem to like Lil Dicky, but um, I don't. I think his music isn't funny, isn't good, and isn't worth listening to in any context ever. Next, at E as well as Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty is an interesting one because I placed him so low. Not because there are no Lil Yachty songs I like, or no songs with Lil Yachty on him, on on them, that I like, but because Lil Yachty himself is always the worst part of every song he's on. And I can't think of a single song where having him on it would have improved it in any way. Next, uh, is Macklemore. Uh... Do I, do I really need to explain this one? I don't, I don't think I do. Next, Lil Mosey. Lil Mosey was trashed for his terrible XXXL, XXL freestyle, which was terrible, and he deserved the hate, and yeah, he just sucks. His music is bad as well, not just his freestyles. Next, at D... Perhaps this is going to be a controversial placement, but I put Blueface. I like Blueface. I think he's funny. He's probably not the... I think he's starting a cult or something. But, uh, yeah, he he is objectively a terrible rapper. He can't rap on beat. He can't flow. But, um, I find him entertaining when he's on a song. Next, Comethazine. Comethazine has a few good songs, Walk, Bands, but uh, overall I don't find his music that entertaining, really. Next, Designer. I do like Panda, but uh, apart from that I can't think of a Designer song I like, really. Next, Gunna. I find Gunna boring. Uh, he's sort of just a, um, little, little, uh, uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a young thug, a, a little bit of a young thug clone in my eyes. Next is Lil Baby. I think he's, 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 I don't think Lil Baby is a very good rapper. I mean, I, I do like some of the Lil Baby songs, but, um, I think he's just a bit of a young thug clone. Next, Lil Pump. Just really, just annoying. Uh, that's about it. Next, Sway Lee. This is probably going to be a controversial placement, but um, I don't think Sway Lee himself works well without Slim Jimmy. I think he works well in Ray Shremer, but his solo th- stuff uh, definitely isn't as good. Next, YB in Namir. Uh, probably don't need to explain this one. 
Okay, next at C tier will be after the break. Welcome back to the next part of the rapper tier list. I, I'm sorry if that uh, last part wasn't the best. I'm just, I'm new to the podcasting world, so I, I reckon I'll get better at talking, expressing myself uh, better without, you know, repeating myself and stuttering over time. So I apologize for that for now. But on to the C tier. Okay. First thing at C tier, ASAP Ferg. This might be a controversial playla- uh, placing because I know that people like ASAP Ferg, and don't get me wrong, um, I do like some ASAP Ferg songs, but uh, I don't find them that memorable. Uh, I'd never just put on an ASAP Ferg song. Like if he's on, if he's on a song, that's nice. Like it's good that he's on the song, and he can definitely flow. But uh, I'm just not that interested in in, in him personally. Uh, next, Big Sean. This is probably also going to be a controversial playlist, uh, placing actually. Because people love Big Sean, but, um, myself personally, I find his music quite mixed. Sometimes I just think it's horrendous. Sometimes I really like it, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely a mixed rapper for me. Third, oh, this is gonna be a controversial placement as well. Uh, Cardi B. Cardi B is perhaps one of the most hated rappers in the game, but um, I definitely think she is overhated. I mean, sure, she has some bad songs, but um, she can definitely flow. She has a good choice of beats, usually, and she, for what she does, she can definitely do it very well. She has the personality needed to be that kind of a rapper, and I think she pulls it off extremely well, for the most part. Next, Chance the Rapper. This is... uh, I'm just going to stop saying placements are going to be controversial because I think the whole list is going to be controversial. Uh, But Chance the Rapper uh, is, I think, one of the most overrated rappers out there. And I can't think of a song of his that I actually like apart from No Problem. But the thing is, I like the song No Problem a lot. I think it's a great song, so... I think that's what um, makes him deserving of the C spot because he he can rap. I just don't like his songs. Next, the baby. The baby is a repetitive rapper. It sometimes feels like he's pretty much just making the same song over and over again. And uh, I wouldn't put on a DaBaby song, like, two times in a row. I wouldn't put on two DaBaby songs in a row. Like, just a little bit of a DaBaby is fine, you know? Not too much DaBaby, just a tiny bit. Next, Post Malone. I like Post Malone. I like his songs. But you can never really get rid of the nagging feeling that you are a bit of a loser if you like his music. And I, I'm not trying to say that to insult him or uh, personally, but um, he definitely makes music for a specific audience, and I don't think I want to fall in line with that audience, really. Next, Quavo. 
Here's one of the Migos. Next, Ray Shremard. Ray Shremard as a group together work really well most of the time. They can, their high-pitched whiny voices can become grating eventually, but uh, just a little bit of Ray Shremard now and then can be very enjoyable. Next, T-Pain. I think T-Pain is quite underrated. I don't get the T-Pain hate for the most part. Next, Slim Jimmy. I like Slim Jimmy. I think he's a necessary part of Ray Shremard, but I don't think his solo work is nowhere near as good as his work with Ray Shremard. Next, Sheik Wes. I think the great thing about Sheik Wes is his ad-libs. As a rapper, he's he's not the best lyrically, but uh, if you have his ad-libs in a song, it immediately ups the hype factor by three times, I'd say. Next, Takeoff. Takeoff is another one of the Migos. Next, Migos. Migos together form a trio of rappers who rap a lot. They sometimes rap too much and it gets annoying. Next, Trippy Red. Uh, yep. Trippy Red. Not sure what I can say about Trippy Red. But um, I like some of the songs by Trippy Red. Next, Lil Nas X. This was a tough placement because in terms of Lil Nas X's music, I like it. But I don't think he's that good of a rapper. Next, Megan The Stallion. This is a tough one because I think Megan The Stallion is a genuinely good rapper, but I just don't personally like her music very well. I think as a feature, she's really good, but solo, she she definitely needs to get better beat, place, beat, beat choices, and um, there's a lot for her to improve of in terms of music making. Next, Open Mike Eagle. I like Open Mike Eagle. I like his songs, they're thoughtful. But I can't say much more about them than thoughtful. They're just thoughtful songs that are nice, easy listening, I'd say. Next, Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich has the box. I like the box. That's about it, really. Next, Tierra Whack. She had that very interesting project where each of the songs was a minute long. I really enjoyed that. But apart from that, I can't think of anything else. I think she's definitely an artist that uh, needs to bloom, really. She's she's still in the early phase of her career, I reckon. Next, Zilakami. Uh, I'm not sure why Zilakami's here, but not City Morgue. Because I think he definitely works well with Sosmula, Sos if that's pronounced right. Um, but I do like some of his solo stuff, especially his feature on Vengeance. Okay, next at B, 21 Savage. I really think 21 Savage has improved a tremendous amount throughout his career. And he has become actually a really good rapper. He used to not be very good, but now he is very good. Next, Amine. 
I like Amine. I like his songs, they're likeable. And sometimes you just need something that's easy listening. And I think he does this while still maintaining a lot of quality in his songs, which could usually be lost when you're trying to just make a fun song. Next, Anderson Park. Don't think I need to say anything about this person. You know why he's so high up, because he's just that good. Next, Drake. Drake's music is boring, annoying, and most importantly, whining. But when he hits, he hits. Okay, next, J. Cole. This might also be a controversial placing, because I only put him in the B tier. But if I'm being honest, he's not that great like I do like I do like his songs but uh, I feel he can be a bit pretentious sometimes next Lil Uzi Vert Lil Uzi Vert is the definitive feel-good rapper you can't well with some exceptions you can't put on a Lil Uzi Vert song and not just feel happy you know he's just a happy rapper and sometimes you need those next Logic Logic is also, I'd say, generally, a feel-good rapper, but sometimes, sometimes he definitely makes a mess. Sometimes he hits, but he's definitely made a lot of misses. Nicki Minaj. It's a shame that Nicki Minaj started her career with her best verse, and will never be able to top it. Next, Playboy Cardi. I like I like whole lot of red. I like Dilet. I like his self-titled. But he's not he's not a good rapper. I I wouldn't say he's even a rapper at all. He sort of just make makes noises over a beat. <laughs> Next, Offset. Offset is one of the Migos. Next, Schoolboy Q. I like Schoolboy Q. He's a good rapper. I think he's a better rapper than his music, though. That's the problem. And next, Vince Staples. Vince Staples, I think, is a very good feature artist, and he can uh, add a lot to a lot of songs. But his solo music, quite mixed overall, I'd say. Next, YBN Corday. YBN Corday, I can see why he dropped the YBN and now it's just Corday because he is way better than all the other people in the YBN crew. Next, Rico Nasty. Rico Nasty is a personality and she has a great personality and that's part of what makes her music so interesting is how much of a personality she is. Okay, now, I understand that that ma- last part might have been a bit annoying, what with the constant uh, lip-smacking, which I'm trying to stop doing, the constant R's and R's, but um, just remember, I've just started, and I will definitely try and get better at 
not doing those things over time. And hopefully, who knows, after 100 episodes, I maybe I will actually be good at podcasting. Okay, next, at A tier, ASAP Rocky. This might be controversial, because is ASAP Rocky the most talented lyricist out there? No, definitely not. But his music is so entertaining and just such a vibe where I, I can't imagine not putting him in the A tier, honestly. Next, Aesop Rock. With a similar name to Aesop Rock, Aesop Rocky, you'd assume that their music would be similar, but it's really not. It's, couldn't be any more different, actually. Aesop Rock is one of the best lyricists out there. He has such an incredible flow with so many different words. Just, you need to listen to one of his songs to really understand how much of a great lyricist he is. He can tell these intricate stories and it's always just so engrossing and sometimes humorous, sometimes darkly disturbing. But he's just so captivating as a lyricist. I think the main problem holding him back is his lack of good hooks. But if he could fix that, I think easy S tier. Also his beats. His beat choices are superb. He always has the best, almost video game like beats and it's just so, so good to listen to, really. Next, Brockhampton. Brockhampton, where where do I even start with Brockhampton? They are the world's best bro- boy band and they're constantly evolving, constantly shifting and updating their sound. And it's interesting to hear and it's interesting with each new album to see what sound they've embraced. And most of the time, they're really good at whatever sound they're doing. They were great at sad pop songs on Ginger. They're great at the stuff they're doing on Roadrunner. They were great at the Saturation Trilogy and... I don't think they have very many misses in their entire catalogue. Next, Chief Keef. I couldn't not put Chief Keef up this high because of how influential he is to just everyone, really. All of the new rappers, in some way, have to have been influenced by Chief Keef in some way. And plus, the song I don't like, it's a certified banger. Next, Childish Gambino, with the nerdiest flow in the game. Uh, he also has something to say, I'd say. He, d- he always has something interesting to say if you're willing to listen. And I think he is has something that a lot of rappers nowadays are lacking, and that is creativity. Just listen to his well-mixed, incredibly creative project because of the internet. He even wrote a full screenplay just to come alongside that album, and I think... That sort of creativity and um, uh, constant uh, willingness to do so much for a project is something that um, every rapper should uh, at least have. I mean, you don't have to write a screenplay for every album that comes out, but put that amount of effort into your albums and you could make a masterpiece. Next, Danny Brown. Uh, Danny Brown is a great, great rapper with great, great, great beats. 
and great flows and great lyrics um, overall. Uh, I'm not really sure what to say. He's just he's great. He's very experimental with a wacky, wacky voice and a wacky flow. But if you can get past that, or if you like that even, which I I do like his flow and I do like his voice. Yeah, just um, go along for the ride. Some of his songs are very light-hearted, but uh, his Project Atrocity exhibition is very harrowing, very dark, very depressing, but uh, one of the best um, experimental and alternative hip-hop uh, projects of the decade, I'd say. Next, Denzel Curry. What do I even need to say about Denzel Curry? He is ultimate. He is a beast. You can put him on any song and he'll improve it. You can you can put him as a feature on Macklemore's Thrift Shop and I'd probably like it. Next, Future. Future is very influential as well. His sound and his style has influenced so many new rappers it's impossible to count I'd say next J.I.D. J.I.D. can rap for very fast and while he doesn't always hit when he hits he hits very well and he can rap very fast and it's not like he's rapping gibberish he's rapping at very important messages and I think that's what makes him such a great rapper Next, JPEG Mafia. JPEG Mafia is incredibly controversial, and I couldn't go over all the controversies attached to him. But, um, I think he has a lot to say overall. I think with his song on uh, Morrissey, I like that song. I like, I, I'd say he doesn't miss. I can't think of a song, really, of his that I don't like. Except for his older stuff, obviously. But uh, nowadays, his new stuff, he always hits. It's, he's always putting out hits. And that's uh, that's great. Uh, next is sad one. It's uh, Juice World. Juice World, as you know, has passed away. But um, while he was still alive, he was putting out great music. And if you don't believe that Juice World was a great rapper, just look up... Um, Look up his freestyles. Even if you still don't like his music, you've got to admit, he was a great freestyler, and he could just freestyle for hours. And it was just incredible to see. Next, Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi literally saved a generation. I mean, what more can you say about his music? Next, Killer Mike. One half of Run the Jewels. Next, LP. One half of Run the Jewels. Next, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne has influenced pretty much every new rapper. I I know I've said that about a lot of artists, but I'd say it's true for all of them. And it's clear to see why he's lots of new rappers' favourite rappers, because he pretty much... He didn't invent it, but he helped popularise the the punchline in raps. And when it works, it's quite funny. And he's he's good. He's good. Good rapper. Next, Mac Miller. Mac Miller sadly passed away. Um, not sure what to say. He was a great rapper. His music, very good. Yeah, 
Next, Pusha T. Pusha T destroyed Drake. Good on him. Next, Ski Mask the Slump God. Ski Mask the Slump God is a very funny rapper. And, um... Almost always entertained when I'm listening to his music. Just incredibly entertaining. And uh, lots of dense jokes in his music, which I think is cool. Next, Travis Scott helped popularise his psychedelic sound and made his magnum opus, Rodeo, which is one of the best, if not the best, trap records of the decade. Next, Freddie Garrett Gibbs. Free Gibbs is the gangster rapper of this generation, I'd say, and I don't think there's much arguing about that. Next, Young Thug. Do I even need to tell you how influential Young Thug is? How much his voice has spread across this generation? I don't think I need to. I don't think I. I if I need to, it's embarrassing for you. Next, Injury Reserve. This is another sad placement because one of their members has unfortunately passed away, but uh, very good. All three of them, great rappers, great music. Next, Young Lean. What can I even say about Young Lean? Young Lean's music... I'm using this word a lot, but it's true. Influential as hell. He has helped popularise the cloud rap scene. He has influenced everyone. He's influenced literally everyone. And his style, his sound, is just so, so interesting. So good to listen to. And his new album is one of, if not his best albums to date. Next... This was an interesting placement because I wasn't sure where to place him. MC Ride. I mean, I'm a huge Death Grips fan, so that's why I put him so high up. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure what to say about this one. I'll probably make a different video about Death Grips. Next, an S tier. <coughs> now, this is where things get interesting. Number one for S tier. Earl Sweatshirt, the most incredible lyricist, I one of the most incredible lyricists I've ever heard. He has so many great projects, from the harrowing, I don't think he'd like me using this word, horrorcore of his first album, Earl, or perhaps that was a mixtape, to Doris, which um, was great, he went more introspective while still having some of those... Uh, bangers that his fans were looking for to the completely anti-social and not at all what anyone is expecting I don't like shit, I don't go outside project which was fucking dark and depressing and miserable to the even more dark, depressing and miserable Some Rap Songs which was perhaps the best album of that year Earl Sweatshirt has only continued to expand and improve his sound of abstract experimental hip-hop, going from mainstream success to an underground legend. And good for him, I hope he's in a better mental state than he is he has been before. And yeah, undeniable legend, I'd say. Next, another undeniable legend. 
Eminem. If I'm being honest, I don't like Eminem. Next, Jay-Z. Jay-Z, what can I even say? He has the swagger, he has the style, and he can make such ridiculous boasts like I invented swag. But he pulls it off because he's Jay-Z. Next, Kanye West. There's nothing I can say about Kanye West at this point. Every single album he has released has been a cultural reset, except for Yeezus, because Death Grips was doing it first. Next, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar has put out three of the best hip-hop albums. Who else can say that? Who else? Nobody. I genuinely think Kendrick is the greatest rapper of all time. Sure, it's not like he has never put out a bad verse. Of course he has. But he has put out so many incredible verses and so many incredible great projects. Front to centre, no skips, all masterpiece songs. And that is just spectacular. Next, MF Doom. All caps when you spell the man's name. Rip MF Doom. Nothing I nothing I can say about him. You should already know why he is a legend. Next, Lil B. The bass god himself. Pretty much single-handedly invented Cloud Rap. Well that that's not true. But he helped invent Cloud Rap and his sound, his style, it's incredible really. His songs are based they are inspiring. They are my motivation to get out of the bed in the morning and face the cruel, cruel, miserable, miserable world that I live in. Next, Run the Jewels. I love Run the Jewels. The music is necessary, it's political, it's captivating, it's lots of adjectives, it's uh, badass. That's that's all I can say. It's bar, it's badass music, and it's awesome to listen to. And they always has a, have a message that people need to hear. And last but not least, is an artist who I will probably make my own video podcast video about. Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator. What other artist? could have gone from Bastard to Igor. It's incredible. From his incredibly misogynistic, homophobic, uh, evil, (laughs) lyrical content to his introspective gay... I'm using that word because... Like, in his earlier lyrics, he was accused of homophobia, but now he has obviously come out. His introspective, his personal, his sad, his very uh, mature new music. Who? What other artist has gone through that much growth and evolution as a person and as an artist? I can't think of another one. Not even Eminem is doing that. Eminem's still making... 
his songs about murdering people, but Tyler the Creator, he has evolved into a bright young man from the rowdy, aggressive, mad-at-the-world teenager to one of the most promising artists of this generation. I think that is so impressive. And while you can rightfully be mad at his earlier lyrics, he never meant any of it, and I think that's very clear. He was clearly playing a character. He was clearly just trying to gain attention. And yeah, I could I could make a whole uh, I could make a whole episode about the Tyler Creator, but just great artist all around. Thank you.